No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And guys, never say that I don't give you what you want. You've all been talking about it. You all want to hear it. I got the one and only Lena the Plug, my wife, on the podcast to talk about recent events. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about how like I'd probably never come on the podcast again, but I, if I f***ed another guy, so now I'm allowed to come on the podcast. You thought you were never going to come on the podcast again? I mean, it's just like, you know, no one wants the Lena the Plug interview, but then I f***ed someone else, and now it's like, oh, she needs an interview. Okay, you did an adult scene with yes, someone else. I mean, but it's like, it's when I think about it, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, when you were in your like mom TikTok era, probably that wasn't going to be the thing that made me like, okay, let's let's get her on. I had I had you on here what a year and a half ago with Flacco. Yeah, I can't remember why we did that. Just, Just give you a little press. Yeah. Get some stuff out there. I feel more comfortable if he was here. I feel really like uncomfortable with the fact that it's just you and I and we're going to talk about this in front of my brother-in-law, Josh. He's not paying attention. <laughs> He's not even in here. Oh, he left? No, Thank that, God. I was done. like, oh, Josh is in here. Don't put Josh on blast. Um, <laughs> I just feel comfortable. No, but this might actually be the first time that you and I have been on this podcast together, just you and I, right? Uh, yeah, it is the first time. That's crazy. Also, we got married. We did get married. That didn't constitute me coming on here, but this event did. It seems like an afterthought after the last week. Yeah. Not like actually, but in terms of content. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I didn't even really talk about the marriage that much on here because yeah. it just seemed like it was so nice. It was great. The honeymoon Do you feel different? Because everyone's like, do you feel different now? I'm like, absolutely not. It's, yeah, this, no. it's the exact same. We made it official. We had a nice party with the friends and family and everything. Went on the honeymoon. But it's like, it's not like the rules changed. It's not like, oh, like we're going to do things differently now. No, we're we, married. we already had the house, the kid, you know. Yeah, we did most of the serious stuff yeah. in advance. The marriage was like, all right, I guess we should just do this too. Let's, fi let's finish up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, okay, this, this is the first thing that I thought might be useful for us to lay out. Is Let's lay out the chronological order of how the idea of you even working with other people became a thing. Because I have a memory of maybe six months ago where you said something like, do you really think that we're going to go our whole lives without ever sleeping with other people and in the context of like I think we were talking about swinging mm -hmm. at first yeah I mean because people don't really know this about you and I but you just mentioned it on the podcast so now I can talk about it that okay. we had a threesome early in our relationship with another guy uh -huh. and that was just like we went out we partied we had like a really fun hot sexual experience and we were always kind of down for like a little bit of freaky things you there was know? like two or three other people in the like, room just watching us. who like were not there to see us but they just happened to be in the room because we're all just hanging out. This yeah. was back in the Adam and Lena party era that didn't really last that long. And at that time, to be totally honest, you were pretty much a random girl to me. Yeah. We didn't have any kind of like emotional connection. Was, oh my God. <laughs> That's where we were in our lives. We went to emo night. Okay. Shout out emo night. And um, I've always been somebody who throughout my life, there's been a bunch of different times where me and my homie might a girl together. Always enjoyed it, enjoyed it with you that night. But then once we started to actually get closer and closer to like dating, it became like, no, we're not talking about that anymore. We literally never talked about it again. We and maybe, then you talked about it on the podcast. We maybe day. didn't talk about it for like five, six years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, well, I mean, also my, my, my friend went on to, to date the guy for a really long time. So that's all probably also why we didn't talk about it. That is a good point. Yeah. Um, but like, okay, when I think about that version of us and the version of us that isn't always going to do who's just very into sex and likes to try fun and new experiences. I was just like, are we really never going to have an experience like that even off camera ever again? And what spurred that conversation, I think, was the fact that we had had multiple different couples mm -hmm. on Plug Talk where either they were into the swinging thing or they just did with other people separately and stuff. And slowly it started to seem like, well, maybe this rule is kind of arbitrary. Well, I think for us, it was also seeing those couples and seeing how turned on they got by having those sexual experiences with other people, which we had a lot in our relationship when we would bring girls in, like I would be so much more into you after and you'd be into me. It was like seeing your partner enjoying someone else's hot. It turns you on. So it's like, I feel like that is sort of like worn off for me because I've just gotten so used to it a little exactly. bit. Exactly. That is the problem but with us. Yeah. Like what I feel like you would think it's hot to watch me have sex with someone else. Cause we already know you think it's hot. We did it once. But that was like, my is in your mouth and he's 
your vagina. Yeah, I'm not saying you DP'd me, but like. Right, but I'm just saying it's not like I was sitting in the corner because there's a whole narrative. Okay, I'm not, okay, I don't think you're a cuck. Are you going to go with this? <sighs> well, it does seem kind of stupid to the deny. Cuck, okay, so there's cu- the cuck thing is different because cucks are supposed to be weak and They're they humiliated. want they want to yes. be made to feel lesser. And I don't think that that's you. I think that there's like the more swinging side of things where it's like you are turned on by your wife enjoying someone and then they, and then she comes back to you and you guys enjoy your own personal sexual experiences more with each other because she did that. Right. But I mean, you have barely even done the thing that you're kind of inferring, which is like me going and fucking another girl and just like telling you about it. Because the one time, I think it was only one time on Plug Talk where you woke up and you were sick as a dog. And so you couldn't Come, you couldn't come to set that day, mm-hmm. but it was a girl. Shout out Alva J. Everybody sign up on uh, OnlyPlugTalk.com. Everyone thinks I have beef with her now because she did this. I don't no, care. No, no. <laughs> OnlyPlugTalk.com if you want to see the yeah. scene, but me and Alva J, we did a scene while you were at home, sick Puking. as a dog. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> you didn't want to see it afterwards. You were actually a yeah, little... Yeah, before you left the house, I was in bed. I remember I was like, okay, go do the scene. Don't tell me how it went when you come back, and I don't want to see any clips from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting because when you came back from doing this scene the other day, I wanted to hear about it. And A lot. <laughs> I, I wanted to know what I was going to find out. I wanted to know, like, what's the most extreme thing that happened? How did it play out? That's more like me wanting to, like, manage whatever the fallout might have been, more so than, like, trying to avoid. I don't know. Like, why did you I not text Adam after the scene? I don't even tell him the scene's done. I'm just like, do you want anything from Dave's hot fried chicken? I just like act like it didn't happen. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. But okay. So we've, we've had, I don't know, maybe 200 threesomes over the year. That was our rough estimate. Maybe like almost a hundred on plug talk, plus a bunch in our private life, plus a bunch for your only fans. And yeah, I don't know. Over time we did just kind of start to sort of have that conversation. And at first I think we considered the idea of like swinging, on camera mm-hmm. and then that kind of scene and you always suggested guys I would never want to fuck yeah that probably it was always unfair trade intentional on my part <laughs> yeah. yeah probably uh, <laughs> but I don't know like it just kind of seemed like well if you are going to do it for the first time we should roll it out in a way that actually is as exciting as possible yeah I mean I I I was never really thinking about like a rollout per se. Mm-hmm. And then I also like I knew it was gonna be a big deal just because, you know, outside of you, I have a, a pretty big adult fan audience and they literally every single comment on anything I post is like do a scene with BBC, do a scene with whatever this person, blacked, whatever. So I knew that my fans were gonna be excited. But and I knew that the wedding thing was going to be a factor because it's like, why all of a sudden after you get married? But I didn't think it was going to be this big But it's deal. weird because we had been talking about it before the wedding and sort of like, you know, the idea was in the was in the air, even though we hadn't made a hard yeah. decision. on. It was weird because, I yeah, that's the message I sent to Jason. I was like, hey, I'm going to get married and on my honeymoon. <laughs> but when I come back, we should shoot. Right. And he was like, okay. And a lot of people seem to think that it being him or it being a black dude was the thing. But what people don't know is that when we were talking about it, there was a couple of different people that we were considering, yeah. and it's not like they were all black dudes. No, there was, there's only a few guys in the industry who are like big on social media, very well known by like just right when you look at them, you know that guy, you know, and, and I wanted my first scene to be like, you know, a big scene. And it's worth mentioning that we did a TikTok in Vegas back in January where then and this might have been like the first time we ever even joked about it on camera. But I said to him doing a little TikTok, I said who's the hottest girl here? And then he like put his arm around you and walked away with you. And that I believe has like 9 million views on TikTok. And that, yeah. if we were trying to like minimize the amount of people who were suggesting that you do a scene with another guy, that was probably not the best idea because that made everybody want to talk about it, right? Yeah. He was like the obvious choice. I was like, oh, I have to go with him. This is what the audience wants. There's 9 million views on this video. Definitely. So, okay, going into it. How did you feel? Okay. So I didn't really know the shoot was going to happen until the day before the shoot. That is a it good all point. happened so fast because in my head, I was like, oh, this is going to be my debut scene. I'm going to need like two months out. I'm going to go hard in the gym. I don't know about I'm debut like, scene. I mean, I am a human being, <laughs> you right? Know, but like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But like everyone's talking about it like it's my first scene and it's obviously it's not my first scene. I've been doing this for seven years with you, but like my debut scene with another man. Another man. Okay. There we go. A different man. A different man. A different but equal. 
but yes. man, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the room is laughing just in case anybody wants to know like where the snickering the right is now. coming from. But anyways, in my head, every girl does this, right? You have a photo shoot. You're like, I'm, I'm preparing for my photo shoot. I'm going to look good. This, this, that. I had all this shit in my head of like what I was going to do to prepare. But for me, I'm I'm getting excited. It's Saturday and I'm about to play poker tournaments on Sunday. So I'm excited for that. And then Saturday morning, we're going to get breakfast. And you're like, hey, Jason is in town. I might shoot that scene tomorrow. And I'm like, huh. Okay. Yeah. Like, it was awkward. My sister was there. She's like. I don't want to be here for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, I don't know. Continue. I mean, and then we, I just walked away. I was like, I think I'm going to shoot with Jason tomorrow. And you were like, okay. And I walked away, went to wash the dishes or something. And then I come back and you're just like, no facial, no kissing. And like, <laughs> okay. That was like the extent of the conversation. Right. Um, and then I left the next day to do it and you barely said bye to me because you were playing poker. <laughs> I said bye. I mean, I'm playing eight tables at the same yeah. time. I mean, it's kind of hard, but. Um, and then. I'm so glad that I was doing something that is like oh, yeah. requiring of the most cognitive load possible. So it made it kind of hard to think about it while it was happening. And then by the time you got back home, I'm like basically like finishing up poker then. So I didn't really have a ton of room to think about it yeah. while it was occurring, which was nice. It was the best place for you to be, for sure. Because that is kind of my happy place that I don't get yeah. to do very often. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so. Um, I was so nervous. Like beyond nervous and I'm still now I'm even nervous that it's going to come out because I'm like I wonder if it showed in the scene mm -hmm. but um I was there for a couple hours getting hair and makeup or whatever and then I had to go and get Jason and bring him in and we had to take photos mm -hmm. and we just started taking pictures and I was like stop like leave I have to take pictures of myself I cannot take pictures <laughs> with you right now there was like so much guilt even though I knew that you had said yes you'd given me your blessing the cameraman's like it's not cheating he's just like trying to remind me <laughs> he's like being my like you know I had no girls with me to like just cheer me on or anything he was being my little well, you said something buddy. about how your makeup artist or your your hair person was like your uh, your, your therapist. therapist. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were being my my therapist. So you're like talking it through it with them like, oh, I feel terrible. I'm about to fucking cheat on Adam. Yeah, I was super, super nervous. Right. I, I don't know. I just felt really uncomfortable. I mean, I told you that like when we were in France last month, we went to the club and these guys were trying to dance with me and I literally left the dance floor and I sat on the couch by myself because I felt so uncomfortable. Right. I didn't know what to do and it felt like it was cheating. Like even if I just bumped into a guy dancing and here I am, I have to have sex with somebody and it's going to be filmed and put online. Right. So yeah, it was a lot. It was really hard. Uh, hard. Yeah. What was What was hard? <laughs> The nerves. I don't know. Oh, she's she's not in on the joke. Uh, it's like a <laughs> penis pun. But um, okay, so you uh, you you shoot the scene, and w like, did you feel like you got out of the nervousness at a certain point, or like how how did that transpire? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I did get out of the nervousness at all. Um, I kept like putting the scene off. I remember we were filming like. Um, intro teaser stuff fully clothed whatever and then i just kept being like oh i have to go do this i'll be i'll be right back like i just kept putting it off yeah and then i went in the moment when i had to finally do it i i don't know i just hope it looks good i feel like i blacked out at some point ironically you blacked out shut the fuck up black.com um but it's not on there a no, lot of people seem to think that is on black.com yeah. jason is blacked's like star so that's right. why he's like synonymous with blacked but no it's on our only fans a lot of people seem to think that this that you doing this was part of, well, A, they think that you've cheated on me a lot over the years, probably, and that this was just kind of like more Adam of that. Adam cheated on me, you guys. Okay, very early on. It's been a long time. Okay, if I told you it was really early in the relationship, but yeah, I cheated on you a lot, you'd still be fucking pissed. If you cheated on me in the first year of the relationship, I wouldn't be that mad because I, but, but I would yes, still. I would be mad because you put yourself out there as like a non-cheater so much where I was like, yeah, I did. I cheated in 2017 or whatever. But, you know, I, I felt like I wasn't really doing a whole lot to like hide it. Listen, we're not going to talk about the past. <laughs> I'm going to get mad all and over again. And I feel again. bad. I feel bad. It was wrong. You guys don't understand. I went to shoot this scene, and Adam has been low-key calling me a cheater as oh, a joke. As a joke. As a joke. Or like I, the other day, I was like, can you help me with the laundry? And he was like, I'm having a really hard time. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, you're throwing this shit in my face, even though you're a part of it. I low-key feel like you're less mad because it's viral. And you're like, 
into being viral. I will say that having seen how viral it went, it now seems kind of insane that I ever would have like potentially stood in the way of you doing this just because this is this is obviously such an amazing thing for your career as well as mine. Like we're not going to state dollar amounts, but even just like the money that I've made off of talking about this on YouTube and Snapchat has been kind of ridiculous. And then like you're pl- welcome. Plug talk has been that's a very <laughs> weird framing, but the, the amount of additional signups that we've gotten on OnlyPlugTalk.com has been kind of insane. Yeah, just seeing like how crazy this has been, and also like it's a weird thing where like. At a certain point in my life, you're you're scared of like people shitting on you, or you want to avoid people shitting on you. And then at a point like right now, it's like, oh, I'm just getting so destroyed by people making fun of me that it's like, you just gotta roll with it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like in my first or, or second year as an online person, shit bothered me a lot more. None of the comments about this have bothered me. People calling me a terrible person, terrible wife, whatever. Right. I, I don't take any of it, like even 1% of it seriously. Well, there are definitely lines of things that people say that I don't like, though. Oh. When they bring your motherhood into it, that's one thing I don't like because you are an amazing mother. I mean, I feel like it doesn't bother me at all because I just like I know it 100% does not affect how I am as a mother. And like, if you think that my kid is going to grow up and not judge daddy for all the things he did, but is going to judge mommy, like, I'm not going to raise that kind of kid. He's yeah. going to believe in that double standard. I notice like every conversation I have about it with people is like they lay it out, they, they say, Are you jealous? Are you mad? Whatever. We have that conversation. And and then they basically like kind of hit a wall because it's like, oh, you're two consenting adults and you decided to do something kind of freaky. And in our case, on camera. Mm-hmm. So then they start doing the kid thing because there's like nowhere else to go with it because you can't blame me or you for doing something that we want to do or uh, you doing whatever you want to do on camera. It's we like, were how already can you doing be mad? it. So right. like, we're supposed to stop now. Right. I mean, we already did it. It's already out there. Yeah, exactly. Because, and that's another thing is I noticed a ton of dudes speak about it and talk about it as if this was happening to them, but their wives or girlfriends are not porn stars. And they're not mm-hmm. like, you know, if my girl had never been naked online, if we had never shared all these other girls or whatever, then would I find it like so shocking that I wouldn't even be able to imagine it? Yeah, probably. But like the same way that you've gotten kind of like numb to seeing me fuck other girls. At a certain point, it just started to feel like it wasn't that big a deal. Now, obviously, it was a deal. It was definitely something because, like, especially like maybe like the day after, I had a little bit of buyer's remorse. Where <laughs> I was just like a little bit like sick to my stomach. Of it just, was a like, lot of this. I didn't know what mood I was going to get you in for a few days there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, even when I was telling Destiny and uh, Crip Mac, which was like about the weirdest audience I could have possibly had for <laughs> it, when I told you I was going to talk about it with them, you're just like, are you serious? Like, I, I was like, why are you going to, I didn't, I had not planned on like talking about the scene until closer to the time it was going to come out. And mm-hmm. then you were like, it was like, you needed therapy. You're like, I'm going to go into the office and I'm going to talk to Crimac and Destiny about it. Tomorrow. No. Yeah. At a certain point I was just like, listen, if I have to talk about it, I'm just going to talk about it on the podcast. I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm not going to act like it's not happening. I'm just going to talk about it. And Destiny is probably like one of the best people I could have the conversation with. Crimac, maybe not so much. Like his first <laughs> thing he said was, oh, I know you was mad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like immediately he's kind of like writing the narrative for me. I mean, I feel like there was there was times where you got mad at me, but I feel like it's part of it is like we were learning each other's boundaries. Yeah, I, I came home and maybe was a little too honest with you, but you were like asking me a lot of questions, right. and I didn't know how to not answer your questions. Right. So yeah. And now that I've seen bits and pieces of the video as well, that's what's kind of weird too is realizing like the whole world seems to have decided that being a cuck is a bad thing or like that your girl getting fucked by someone else is a bad thing. I don't know. I'm not like, I was not horrified by it. I'm not like upset by it. I'm not going to say that this is going to be something that I'm going to be fucking pounding my dick to, but I hope you watch the scene and I hope you drink. Yeah. See, you said that last (laughs) night is that you are really turned on by the idea of me seeing it and enjoying it. Yeah. Where does that come from? I didn't know that was going to be one of the effects of this. I don't know, because I know that you think it's hot. We've had more sex since I fucked Jason than we usually have in like a month. I got an abrasion on my dick <laughs> from fucking you too much. Every time we talk about it, you get a boner, and then we have sex. I know. And I that- feel like you're trying to assert your dominance over the fact that I had sex with somebody else, but it's still like part of it turns you on. Like, oh, she fucked someone else. This is hot. There's something about it where 
when you when you know your girl is not fucking anybody else, which at this point, and after seven years, I feel quite confident that you're not going to run off and cheat on me. It creates like a little bit of competition in your mind, even not knowing necessarily like how much you enjoyed it or how great it was or whatever. It's still kind of like, oh, like that competition thing. That's like a real biological mm-hmm. thing. Like, I no, Adam, I want to beat it up. I told Adam that he can have anal the day the podcast the scene comes out. <laughs> Yeah, well, we were already talking about scheduling the anal, right? Yeah, I know. It's not like, like purely for that, You get it right? on this day specifically. Well, I think that is good. because <laughs> A good consolation prize. Because, I mean, even... For be- all the memes everyone's going to make about Even it. before you did it, though, I told you, I'm like, listen, right after you do this, around that time period, I'm like, I need you to be very loving with me. We need to be having sex like we can't like like this just can't be like a time period where you're like no i'm not really in the mood oh yeah you told me i could never come home from fucking someone else <laughs> no matter how broken or destroyed i might be <laughs> i have to fuck you too and I like uh, it. you're making it sound kind of like weird there but no but like i mean i get it it's why deny you for someone else i need to know? have my ego satiated in that moment especially given that like i just didn't know how i was going to feel about it and as you saw it took me a couple of days to like wrap my around it yeah do you feel like every day it's less of a big deal to you yeah at this point i don't i really don't care at all mm-hmm. although everybody reacting to the tape that may be oh, I'm nervous that may be like a test of my mental resolve but also like i'm at the point now where i haven't even been looking at my twitter mentions because it's just so much that i just like You're i can't like there. yesterday i posted a picture of bradley martin holding you and me going ah like that it was like a joke thing from like four or five years ago yeah and that got thirty thousand likes and like eight million views on the tweet or whatever like you as a fake cuck I, well i don't know if they like it so much as they're like <laughs> observing it and they're kind of fascinated by i it. was lucky embarrassed when you posted that picture i was like <laughs> don't bring poor bradley into this but you can really see it in your face that you're like ah like you were so uncomfortable with even like being in his arms in that photo yeah which i thought was pretty funny but yeah i mean like at this point i feel like i just kind of have to own it like like yeah i i was into seeing it when i see the full thing or like you know however much of it i end up seeing i'm probably going to enjoy seeing it and that, and it makes me think about like my best frame of reference because i have not spent almost any time in my life learning about like how poly amorous <laughs> people work or anything like that but when i was at the AVN Awards back in January, there was a couple of different dudes who came up to me with their wives or girlfriends and said, hey, if you ever have time or you're ever down, I would love for you to fuck my wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, like, okay, like that's wild. Like, I, you know, I, I didn't even take it serious or anything like that. But I understand what those guys are thinking. They have watched me in porn or whatever. They've watched you in porn and they would love to like just see their girl inserted into that environment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just seeing you like looking like a glamorous porn star on camera with a very well-known professional. It's not the worst thing in the world to me. I'm not, I'm not super mad about it. And then I feel like it's kind of allowed me to even just embrace the fact that like, yeah, in prior situations, even with you, I've fucked girls with one of my friends and that was okay. But because it's a girl who I don't have a real relationship with, but now I'm kind of like, well, why the fuck do I care? Especially as a porn person, you know, it's like, why would it be such a big deal? If I enjoy it with a girl that I don't give a fuck about, what is the point of me not doing that with the girl that I'm married to? It's not like an inherently degrading or disrespectful thing, right? I mean, as long as you're consenting, I mean, and you're, you know, you're turned on by it, and the girl's turned on by it, clearly. So it's like, well, clearly you're turned on. Yeah, by I'm talking it about myself. As you're a girl not in this shying situation. away from this whole double team thing that I'm proposing here, are you? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I actually have uh, some pictures of positions I'd like to try with you in my phone. See, that's one thing that I was thinking when we started talking about it. Is like, okay, if we're gonna do this double team scene, what are the positions? Because I need to make sure that this dude's dangler ain't like too close to my face or anything. Well, I don't think we should do it the first time, but I would like to be DP'd by you and someone else. So the butt and the vagina. Yeah. Well, I see. Okay, right there. Boom. Jealousy triggered because we haven't had anal in like a year. <laughs> okay. And you're going to say, oh, it's because last time we tried to do an anal scene, you came in like four minutes. So okay, you're so. like, well, actually, I wasn't going to say well, that. <laughs> well, you could be the guy in my butt. Would you still be jealous? <laughs> I just don't really like love the idea of my balls clapping against another dude's Balls. I think you'll get so into it you'll forget and you won't care. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely like not totally off limits in my mind, but I'm not saying it's the first thing I want to do, but like we've had so many girls on Plug Talk where you're like, what's your favorite thing? And they're like, DP. 
You think anal feels good? You think vaginal feels good? Wait till you try them together. But you have a sensitive butthole. That's, a, that's why we haven't been engaging with it so much, right? Like, I, I, I don't I know. I just hate prep for anal. That's literally all it is. I like anal. I hate preparing for anal. Because you have to eat gummy bears for a whole day beforehand. You have to starve whatever. yourself. Yeah. You have to clean out your butthole. Right. You know, it's it's a whole thing. Right. And then every time, I for some reason, I get a cut or I bleed no matter what. And then I, you know, I have a problem for a week after. But, you know, it's just part of doing it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm not exactly horrified by the idea. But that's also one thing that uh, I've realized is that... Even if I really didn't like the idea of you fucking another dude on camera, I mean, being in the porn business, it would just be insane for me to say no to it at this point, or at least this one scene, you know, like doing more is kind of its own separate conversation. But, you know, the financial the, <laughs> the financial rewards have been so absurd that it's kind of like, well, we're in business together. Like, you got to. Yeah. And I mean, at some point, it's like. My fans were just kind of like your content's getting dry at this point. Like you haven't done anything new. And mm -hmm. so for me, yes, it was exciting financially and it was exciting to have a new sexual experience. But it's also like I'm kind of excited for work just because there's like new things I could do for my fans to keep them interested. People, <clears throat> this woman is obsessed with her OnlyFans analytics. No. So she is more turned on by seeing the numbers go up than no. anything else, probably. I am turned on that there is like many, many, many thousands of people out there who are waiting for July 13th mm -hmm. to sit down and download or watch this video or whatever and jerk off to it. That is hot to me. Just thinking about the, leg the legions of gooners who are just yes. posted up waiting they for it. They can jerk off to anyone. They can find a Lun of the Plug lookalike and jerk off to her. No, they want to jerk off to me and my weird vagina. <laughs> weird? <laughs> I don't know. Your fans, How dare you? Your fans love to say it's weird. I think it's nice. I mean, you better think it's nice. It's, your, it's yours. You bought well, it. It's a good looking vagina. <laughs> I didn't buy it. It came that way. Um, okay, so what else do they want to know? People probably want to know what is it hard to go back to a you know reasonably sized white penis after dealing with a, a baby arm? <laughs> is it upsetting? No. Is it is it hard to go back to regular life? So first of all, I wouldn't say that yours is regular. I would say yours is definitely like above average. So let's yes. give you that. Yes. Every time we take your pants off on plug talk, the girls like, oh, I'm surprised. You but know? for a white guy. They don't say that. Podcaster. They don't say that, but they're thinking that. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Someone called you boyfriend, good boyfriend dick once, and I feel like that was a good compliment. Because nobody wants like an outrageously large penis all the time. Right. Um, it wasn't hard to come back to your dick. I was in a lot of pain for a few days. Mm -hmm. So having sex was, you know. It was reupholstered. You're you were a little <laughs> traumatized by me being like, ouch, <laughs> hold on. At first, yeah. <laughs> but that did go away pretty quickly. It took like three or four days, yeah. Yeah. Do um, you feel like it snapped back? Well, you never had the natural birth that you I, were planning I, on. I don't believe that a vagina stretches from having sex once for 40 minutes with a bigger dick. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I look at the buttholes of the girls that we work with that I know have had like dread or whoever in their asshole, and I'm like, those dicks are doing damage. Okay, but the the asshole's not meant to stretch like this big. The vagina is meant to stretch and you go back. You should see some of the shits I've taken over the years. No, I don't want to. Like a straight jack-o'-lantern hitting the toilet <laughs> water. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, um, okay, so the idea of you working with other men. This is something that we haven't really like wrapped our heads around. For me, it's kind of like, well, if you did it once, it's not that big a deal to do it with a bunch of other guys. But also, it's kind of like, why? Like, why? Like, at a certain point, like, what kind of other stuff would you be doing with other guys if you were to do more scenes? Is it kind of like, I don't know. Well, okay. So, like, when I first shot with you in the beginning, it's like, it's always new. It's like the first time with this person, and then it's like you do boy, boy, girl, or you know whatever. There's like a lot of little things that you can do to make it different, and that's kind of like where I feel like I'm at now. Because every new person I shoot with, it doesn't matter if I do any weird acrobatic tricks. It's just the fact that it's like a new other person, right? So. Which is kind of weird for the <clears throat> fans, like that they care about it just being a different person. Like it's yeah, like of course they like care. you're getting sluttier. Like oh, you slept with three guys instead of two. Well, that's every, weird. Every person has like I don't. Know, no. Remember when uh, Phoenix Marie came on the pod? She was like, do you want me to flip you? I can flip you upside down. Like everyone has like their thing in porn, mm. right? Like their own little trick. So every time you work with someone, you like you get their little trick. Right. The trick. I don't know. That sounds Everyone's nice. trying to like That's a nice way of putting brand it. themselves in, in the industry, you know? <laughs> right. But one that, that is one conversation that we had is that 
you would want to limit yourself to working with like real deal, like trained professionals. I would only want to work for people who have worked for the studios because I feel like the studios is almost like a what's the word I'm looking for? Reference, I guess. Yeah, like, they, it's like a qualifier. Yeah, yeah. A qualifier. Because now you know all the girls do it. There's like every, a random girl from Texas makes an OnlyFans. Now she's an OnlyFans girl, and I I feel less okay with a random guy from Texas just making only OnlyFans being like, shoot with me. You know, it's like I want some sort of frame of reference for like why I should feel safe or comfortable or happy to shoot with you. Oh, we need a serious frame of reference. Like we we need like many, many years in the game because I'm gonna be honest with you, that would kill me inside if I knew that you went and did a shoot and that the guy did anything that you found to be yeah. like really disrespectful or whatever. Like I would have such a hard time with that. Like I'm going to go to his house and shoot him in the face. It's okay, going to like so, really be bad if someone were to like cross lines like yeah. that. With Jason, I wasn't worried about that at all because I've been around him. I know that yeah. he's like a very like gentle giant type guy. I've never heard a girl say that he was an abuser or anything that weird like a, that. That was a big th reason why I wanted to like pick him. I just never heard a girl say anything weird or bad or anything about him. So mm -hmm. it was like, which is kind of it's kind of hard to find, <laughs> unfortunately. But I think. Uh, if I did shoot with other people, I would just take my assistant with me and be like, hey, you can't watch, but you got to be in that room. Well, you think Monica's going to beat him up for me? I don't know. I Give guess her I, the gun. I just feel safe if she was there. Yeah, I don't know. That, that seems a little <laughs> sketchy, too, because you're a very polite person. Like, if they cross a line or whatever, who knows? You might just end up rolling with it and then being mad about it afterwards, right? No. I feel like I'm, I'm old enough and I'm able to stand my ground on things, yeah. Okay. Well, you the yeses on the nose, you know? We'll cross the how many more people will Lena work with in the duration of her career. We'll cross that bridge at some point. I have point. to get Adam's okay, and it's probably going to be after the scene comes out and he sees how um, how it plays out. We're going to have to do some review. I told her early on, I'm like, I just don't want to feel like indebted to have to like be on board with this like nonstop throughout the future. Yeah. When we came home from the honeymoon, I was like, oh, I think I'm ready to have another baby. And Adam was like, I don't think so. And then now Adam keeps asking me when I want to have another baby. Well, because it is kind of like you're on, there's like a timer <laughs> of sorts. Because it's like, if we want to have another kid or two, I mean, at a certain age, it's considered what? Like a high risk elderly pregnancy or some shit if you're even like close to 40? If you go by that number, then, then they already think I'm too old. Right. Well, you need to freeze your eggs so we could potentially get a surrogate in case you decide that you want to do more black scenes for the next 10 years, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to see. Because that's what probably a lot of people like have a hard time wrapping their head around is that that was almost like the other option. It was like you were either going to like keep going with this shit and like your career and do some more spicy stuff or you were just going to like go full mom mode. But why, why does that not appeal to you at this point in your life or does it? I was fully ready to come home and be a stay at home mom. I just said that. Right. And then, you know, you were not really down. Oh, OK. I think you're kind of mischaracterizing that. I have gone through a pretty rocky year. Yeah, and, I and was you said like, you want to feel more stable in your life. Right. And Did somehow me having a baby makes you feel less stable, even though I'm going to do like 99% of the work. I mean, it just felt like, oh, that's going to be like a lot to take on right now, just because having one kid is just so fucking crazy. And I don't know. I'm just like a little nervous about the fact that like two kids is like so much more work than one kid. And it's not yeah. like two times as much work. No, it's like three or four times as much work. I feel like it's hard. I mean, I, I want to be a mom and I also want to work and those things don't always mix well together because I need my body for my job. Right. Um, if I didn't have the intention of having more kids, I would have gone and gone like 10 plastic surgeries already, mm. but I'm trying to balance everything. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of people seem to think that like I'm broke and that that's the only possible reason that I could have been on board with this. Okay, people need to get this straight because this has like no effect on Adam's income except for like whatever views you've been getting off the podcast. This is all my money. We split everything and mm. we do have a prenuptial agreement, which people keep keep bringing up. I hope you got a prenup. Mm. Um, we're both very financially conscious. We're both good business people. Um, and we're not broke. I don't know. I don't know what else to say except to say that we're not broke. We we don't have to work. Lena is the kind of person who 
I don't, I don't want to say dollar amounts, but like the amount of money that you make right now is by any objective measure, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And that's just not good enough for you. You want to go for the gold. You want to shoot for the stars. Because I don't know how long this career will last. Mm -hmm. And I'm already doing it. I've already put my name in the mud. <laughs> Might as well ride it till the wheels fall off. And, you know, just... No, I agree. And especially... And you said that to me, too. I agree. Yeah. You're like, if you're still doing, like... If he's like, if he, if he said, if you're still making 10% of what you make now at 40, wouldn't you keep doing it? Right. Because that would be still a really good amount of money. It would just, yeah. Like, it would be all about how I actually felt about it. If I was like, fuck, I hate this. I'm mm. so over this. I look awful in all my scenes. I look dead inside. No, I definitely shouldn't be doing it anymore. Right. But I mean, 10% of what you've been making for the last couple of years would still be like a shitload of money for the average person, which, you know, you could easily live off of and stuff like that. But we also have financial goals. You know, we've talked about buying a beach house at length and, uh, I kind of feel like this whole Jason Love arc has been, you know, oh, we're getting getting to the beach house category. Yeah, that's what I'm going to tell you every time I leave for a scene with another man. <laughs> Don't forget that beach house, babe. The house in Malibu. I'm going to buy it for us. <laughs> Let me just go get double team right quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, that, is, it, that is not a thing. Yeah, If you're getting double team, then at least one of them is going to be sexual vanilla over here. Okay. Um, Will you film for us? No. <laughs> Put the fucking little kelpie your ass if you keep that going. Um, okay. A lot of people seem to think that you doing this is like a sign of us being at a bad place in our relationship or that things are all wrong. But it's the opposite. You think it's the opposite. Tell me more. I don't Tell think we could do this if we were in a bad place in our relationship. Definitely. It'd be too... It'd be too scary. We'd be like playing with fire. Or if I was even a little bit worried about you cheating, mm -hmm. then we wouldn't be able to do it, yeah. I think. Same with you. Like, right. I feel like early in our relationship, when you were actually cheating, <laughs> when you were actually asking for threesomes all the time. So sorry, by the way. <laughs> Fuck you. So sorry. Um, you know, I, I would have felt a lot more threatened by doing a lot of those threesomes or like saying, hey, go fuck this girl without me. Mm. We had, I, I couldn't do plug talk like two weeks ago and I was like, go just fuck the girls without me. And you're like, nah, I'm good. I'll just wait till you're ready. Mm. So it's like, because I have that version of you who doesn't really care that much. I feel like we're at know? a great place it in our makes relationship. It makes me feel like we're in a great place. And especially coming off of the honeymoon, I felt like much more relaxed and like I was in a good place with you. And a lot of this just had to do with me just kind of realizing that, you know, the internet shitting on me for stuff that I'm genuinely into is not the end of the world, you know? Like, that insecurity is kind of gone now, which is nice. Genuinely into. Well. It's just, I'm just trying to get you to admit that you like it. I, I feel like I've admitted that okay. at this point. The tweets about me just, like, acknowledging, like, hey, I saw it, and I thought it was hot. <laughs> that was, like, kind of hard for me to write, and I added, like, the exclamation points out of almost, like, insecurity. But it was, like... You know what? Like, this is how I actually feel. I'm just going to tweet this. It's nice to see you having fun on Twitter, even though sometimes I just don't want to look at it because it's so cringy. My tweets are cringy? <laughs> Some of them, yeah. What? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, okay. Oh, oh, I'm getting a call. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to take this. Oh, hello. Oh, look who it is. <laughs> Mr. Jason Love. How you doing, man? What's good? It was good. Uh, we're just doing a little podcast here and, uh, figured that we would, uh, you know, have a little conversation with you to see exactly how all this was for you as well. Oh my gosh. Cool. Cool. That's why I chimed in. Catch y'all. See what's up. Definitely. So is there, what's the vibe like between you guys? Anything I should know about? There, I don't think there's a, like a really vibe. I think it's like a business thing, but I feel just very uncomfortable with this right now. <laughs> I feel awkward. A little uncomfortable. Can you tell him how nervous I was? Bro, like, so nervous. Oh, my God. I, I feel so wrong right now. I feel so wrong right now. Like, it was like bad. it's just work. Okay. But a lot of people have, like, a cheating fetish. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like the, the, I feel like you do. Yeah, cheating I've done in the past was I'm a little bit turned on by the fact that I was doing something underhanded. Or take, take myself out of it. But, like, if you're fucking a girl and you know she has a boyfriend and she's doing something wrong, that is kind of hot. Is it? A little bit. See, he knows. <laughs> It's kind of like the adrenaline, the adrenaline. Like I you feel know, so like guilty if, if I was the other woman. Okay, so Jason, give me a, a genuine review. How was it? You want like a, like a, a number scale or just like 
numbers sounds like it could be hurtful, but <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if it's a high number, sure. Like a four. Hundred percent, nine out of ten. Really, nine out of ten. Who's a ten? Well, obviously her. Oh. Well, she. Well, it was a nine out of ten. I never, I never grasped the entire ten before. It's like you gotta leave room for something that could possibly top the next one. Okay. Yeah. I'll take a nine then. That's fair. Um, okay. Yeah. So a lot of people want to know, uh, I don't know, just like if I should feel diminished as a man, as a result of this, like the cuck narrative is very, very strong. I just want to get your thoughts on that. And if, 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 how people should think about that in, in the context of me being, you know, the, the silent third party and all this. Well, I don't know. Like if you look at it in a business aspect, then basically it was just a job, you know? She's high up in her ranks. I'm high up in my ranks. Us two together, obviously, would make the most amounts of money. So it's not so much being a cook. If you're comfortable with it, y'all communicated it prior. Obviously, she said y'all did. So it's not really a cook situation. It's more of like two people coming and making an understanding. Yeah. You know. So if you're cool with it, then you know it is what it is. Me personally, I don't know if I have enough in me to allow it. But everyone's different. Everyone have different levels of. I say mental maturity. Well, it would be kind of weird for you to find a dude bigger than you. Maybe they could resurrect Andre the Giant or something. Maybe you could get Brock Lesnar to come through and cut it up for you. But, I mean, you're kind of like the biggest dude that I could think of. I don't know. It's going to be tough for you to find a bigger guy. Oh, they, got, they got a couple. They got a couple. Yeah. But, I could you know, it's not just the size. It's everything that goes into it that makes it. <laughs> definitely <laughs> lena lena is just like shriveling up into a ball right now i can see how uncomfortable this is making you yes it's making me very uncomfortable and i'm glad that he's only you know on zoom and not here right now you think that would be awkward yes also i would feel like i'd feel very a lot of sexual tension and i felt like we would have to do a scene oh if you guys were God. both here see, she's out of control now she's on a tear <laughs> I've been known to have that effect. I apologize. See, all right. Now I'm going to have to really mind you next time you're going to an adult event that he's going to be at, right? No, but I would be turned on if you were there. Ah. Yeah, it's like you're part of it. So you think that if me and you go out to a party and we see him, that there's a chance that we'd all end up hooking up after? I don't know what his stance is on working with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good point, yeah. I don't, I don't care. Oh, hell yeah. I get it, okay. I get it in regardless. Damn, that would be, yeah, I can see that. That would probably kind of make me feel like I'd put a cap on this whole situation if we all did it together. Wow, maybe that is the three-way that we should do because that would be pretty viral rather than just some random guy, right? Yeah. It would, it would be crazy. Hmm. As long as I'm Plotting. not sitting in a chair with my fucking you arms tied one, behind my back shot. or whatever. You gotta hold the camera okay. for one shot. All right, so now I gotta rewrite the script. <laughs> yeah, what, what, are, what do people need to know about jason loves since like you're kind of I, I almost feel like a large percentage maybe even the majority of the photos that you're going to be taking over the next year or so you're gonna it's gonna be people saying like you're the dude who fucked adam 22's wife i don't know i mean i know you get recognized all the time but it's kind well, of an interesting I, scenario that you're in now right i got stopped on the street like four or five times already <laughs> normally it's just to talk to me about me but then it was like oh you no jump for wife i'm like it's <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Wow, insane. Yeah, you're going to get more of those offers. <laughs> See, I've only had a couple people say that to me. I'm sure he gets that all the time. All the time. Right. So if we do choose to have another kid, how am I going to know it's mine and not... Oh, my God. I can't... No, cut. What? What? Don't even <laughs> bring that up. Are you kidding me? Well, that's one of the good memes that people have been passing around. It's like me cuddling with your belly and there's a little black kid inside it. I hate you. I hate you so much. Um, is is BBC offensive? No, it's just a visual description. It's not it's just saying it is what it is. You, you see it, that's what it is. Not, that, that's what I'm saying. But I wonder if I get too comfortable with talking about black people shit because of the fact that like all my co-hosts on the podcast are black and stuff. Because I've seen some of these lily white fucking hipster bitches on Twitter just raging out, being like, BBC is offensive. And I won't respond to them, but I am thinking in my head, like, you have never been around black people besides getting fucked by them for your OnlyFans. So shut the fuck up. That's kind of what's going on in the back of my head. I don't like using it because I feel like... I just felt uncomfortable using it. I don't, I don't care. If you see a school bus and it's yellow, you're <laughs> like, where did you park? By the big yellow school bus. What the fuck? That's what it is. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's just, it's a statement of fact. And like, you know, in the real world, fetishization, I can see why that's a bad thing, you know? If you walk up to an Asian girl and you're like, oh, I'm so turned on by Asian girls. I can see how that's like a bad thing. But we're in porn. This is like, we are, we are here to satisfy fetishes, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just the verbiage, like, you know? Right. It's been around for a minute now. Yeah. What, what do you got coming up? Anything in the future that... uh? We should know about you're you're going on some trips and stuff for a for a, a, a brand, right? Oh yeah, well I'm going I'm going to Europe for about two weeks, but I did just drop my book. So what's the book? Uh, it's called uh, Louisiana Slim: The Family, about my my previous life before I got to adult. Really? Because I always wonder that when I see you with the tattoos on your face and everything, I'm like, I wonder what this guy was doing around town before he got into the porn game. A lot of things when you, when, you, when you come from poverty, you know, you got to make it how you make it. All right, ain't that the truth? Well, we're going to do like a full length interview at some point, but um, I appreciate you banging my wife. Oh my God. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a professional, you know, I go and I knock it out. That's what I do. Hey, I, I absolutely, I cannot hold it against you, my friend. Did you see it yet? I saw a few of the, the clips. And, uh, yeah, I think you guys, you put it down. Yep. I believe if it was mainstream, you probably would win an award. Oh, well, that's a big idea. My assistant did give me the idea to submit it for an AVN. I was like, I don't know. I feel like huh? this might be crossing the line. Yeah, Pound Town. You just <laughs> left Pound Town. I was going to call it the wedding gift. Mm. <laughs> for the record, it's not literally your wedding gift, but it, it was something that we kind of, like, felt more comfortable with after the wedding and whatnot, right? It just makes sense. That's what everyone's latching on to. They just got married, you know? Mm. So. <laughs> All right. Mr. Love, appreciate you. Bye, Jason. Thank you. Bye, Okay. How was that for you? I felt a little uncomfortable. Uncomfortable why? <sighs> I mean, seven years in this relationship, never look at a guy, dance with a guy, text back with a guy, nothing. And then I'm having sex with a guy. You know, it's just a lot to process. I've been conditioned to believe it's cheating. There was one time where we went to a, a dinner and there was another guy there that just happened to be there and you knew I had slept with him and you mm -hmm. made me feel weird. So, yeah, it's just like a lot to unlearn. You always mention that scenario, but there's a lot more to that scenario that she's not mentioning. And that was not that much more. I felt weird about it for other reasons. Okay. And it was like, it was your birthday and you're just bringing it up. I'm like, oh, cool. Make me think about you fucking this guy over here. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I know. you I were mean, mad about it. I was a little mad at that time. I was much less uh, emotionally mature or whatever. I'm but, clearly emotionally immature. I can't, I'm like giggling that you and Jason were just on the call together. So right, clearly so that I, was awkward for you. Yes. Me and him exchanging and him energy. talking about it. Just being like, I put it down, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah. Yeah, but he, he's smart. He clarifies right away. It was a business move. You know, we, we're just making money, you know? Which is nice. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't enjoy it at all. I'm sure it sucked for probably, him. I probably hated it. <laughs> he did say you were a nine. It's kind of offensive. He said that no one's been a 10. Yeah, but Why I should I be a 10? Gotta feel like you're a 10. I don't know, man. I'm, I'll be a 10 in your heart, babe. I'll take it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking about your guts, too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, you're actually not going to see me for a couple of days after this it's kind of sad yeah i'm sure you'll be fine you're playing poker you'll be happy yeah world series i mean if you make it into the world series in baseball that means you're one of the best in the world this is not like that you can just go there and just give them money but you know well you were talking about wanting to do it when we we're still on the honeymoon and you were like worried about taking another trip after coming back from a trip and I was like, no, you should go do it. I feel like I've been, you love. I feel like I've been back so long. What playing poker is what I love? No, yeah. porn is what I love. No, playing poker <laughs> is what you love. <laughs> it's a different type of fun. You would pick poker over porn any day. That's not true. Absolutely, one hundred percent, it is true. You know for a fact that I would choose no jumper over porn any day because just the other day, for some reason, I saw that I posted on my story, and it's a picture of you and like seven super hot chicks: Carmen, Karma, Angela White, Kazumi, all these chicks, Savannah Bond. And I wrote in the in the caption, I wrote, I did interviews at No Jumper today instead of banging all these chicks. And I was like, wow, 
you are fucking gay. But, but also, if this was 2018 commitment. No Jumper, you would have definitely just dished No Jumper and came and fucked us. But you're so, you fucked most of us already. So you were like, been there, done that. I don't care. Yeah. You're very like, you want the girl to be brand new to you. Nah. Yeah. No, that's some baddies right there. If there was a girl who was a three, but you'd never fucked her, you would take her over the 10 that you had fucked. Oh, I made that decision many times <laughs> in my pre Lena the Plug life. I would be at the bar and there'd be like two chicks and like one I never fucked and one that I already fucked, but she's like way hotter and I would choose the new one. And it's like, that's, that's not a good way to live your life. It's not. It's bad. It's all bad. Anyway, anything else you'd like to say to me? How do you feel people are going to react to this? Um, they're just gonna they're gonna make up a random story. So they'll be like, "Look at this part where Lena said this. She's, you know, I, I just don't even care anymore." Hi, hi, no jumper fans. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna go way beyond that. Uh, hi, hi, world. And I remember that because yesterday was the Fourth of July, and I was looking at TikTok for a significant portion of the day, and I probably saw like eighty fucking videos of me, and many of them had like millions and millions of views, and almost all of them I was talking about this. Oh, I know what I want to say. Oh. It's going to be on LenaThePlug.com. <laughs> Go see it on LenaThePlug.com. Don't be hard on me. I was so nervous. So please just keep your criticisms to a, a minimum. All right. And because I don't participate from the money that is spent on LenaThePlug.com, I would say go to OnlyPlugTalk.com if you want to see me and her get it in with a whole plethora of different women, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> yours. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get half of the plugged up money also. Yeah, it's cool. But uh, yeah, it does make me like, oh, we got to. We gotta make sure we go hard on plug talk. We gotta get some baddies on there. We actually we uh, we can't announce it now, but we do have some very exciting new content lined up for plug talk as well. Comment who I should fuck next. <laughs> <laughs> females only. <laughs> Biological females only. I already know all the comments they're gonna say. Gracie Jane. No. No. <laughs> who do you think they're gonna say? Mm, man, I'm worried about the damage that thing would do. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. I'm not ready. Dude, I seen a normal chick that I know getting the shit fucked out of her by him the other day. And I was just, and I didn't even know that she did guy girl. And I'm just like, jaw dropped. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a lot. It's crazy. You better do some keggles. Shut up. Keggles with keffles. That's my new series that I'm working on. Oh, you don't even know who keffles is, huh? Mm -mm. She asked me if she could fuck you. And I, I didn't bother to tell you because I know you don't know who it is. It's a trans woman. Oh, okay. You're not going to do that? think so i'm not like into it yeah me neither um okay oh, i feel like i get canceled for that get real real <laughs> scandalous right at the end I'm like fuck am i gonna get canceled for that we went, made it this close to doing the whole episode without any transphobia but there I we mean, are. maybe i might i don't know you just gotta find the right one try more sexual things and then you know want to do that i don't i don't know yeah one day okay i love you have fun playing oh, poker i love you too be safe adam's gonna fuck me after this interview i already know it where you ever get fucked in the back of a beamer yeah your beamer your old beamer when you I lived never at the, fucked in, you in the back town. of that car no i give you roadhead though well see there's something that we don't do now <laughs> i don't want to do that anymore just randomly get some roadhead <laughs> you're too famous to be driving around getting roadhead <sighs> yeah that was the first thing i ever did when i got my license when i was 16 <laughs> got some top in the whip i had to pull over to nut though <laughs> no jumper <laughs> Coolest podcast in the world. Thank you to my baby, my boo. I love you. <laughs> love you too. Hopefully everybody believes that we love each other after this. I don't know. You think we came across good? Better than our last time on camera together? We might need to do more media training. Yeah? <laughs> yes, call our instructor. Oh, my God. They're going to rip me up. <laughs> they're they're going to totally change my style. I'm going to go to the media training and tell the media trainer how to do media. Yeah. I got my head in my ass. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Hit the like button. We out.